Man, I hope everyone's doing good. I got my man, J-Mac, here with us today. And it's been a while since him and I done a show together, just the two of us and so forth. J-Mac, how the heck are you doing? Well, I'm doing pretty good, man. Um, you know, like I said, just plugging along, doing the work thing, doing the kid thing, doing the, you know, the husband thing. Uh, it's, all, it's all part of life, so... All right. That, that is awesome. Um, there was a big, big moment on four pros last week. It was a hundredth show. How was that show? And like, what, what's new going on the four bros? I know I haven't been on there a while, but what, let's, let's throw that out there. What's going on with the four, four bros. Um, you know, it was our hundredth episode and a year. We celebrated a hundredth episode in a year, um, of, of doing the show. And, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's an exciting time. Um, there's, there's things in the works. There's people I'm hoping to come on for an interview. Um, we've been in talks with a few of former NFL players that we're trying to lock down schedule with them. So be excited for that. Um, Brandon, good morning. What's going on with you, brother? Um, yeah, so just things like that. You know, we got some former NFL players, former athletes, actually. Uh, um, some locally here. I know one that I was in talks with, and I don't want to, I don't want to promise anything, but one that I'm in talks with to nail down a schedule uh, was Josh Bidwell. Um, he was a former Oregon Duck, played in the NFL. Um, we've been in talks about when he's available, when we do the show, when we can record. So if we can nail that down, he'll be on the show. So that'd be exciting. All right. That is awesome. Um, and also, I've been in talks with um, – well, we're going to start with the USFL because football is back. And, Brandon, again, hello. How are you doing? Football is back. I don't know if you watch any of it. The USFL, they, they're back. Um, did you watch any of it? I watched the first half of the first game. I would believe it was Birmingham and uh, – man, why can't I think of the other team? Um, I know Birmingham was one of them. Um, that sounds really bad. But – yeah, I, I watched the first half of that one. Um, good. Yeah, I, and uh, it was it was it was pretty good. It was actually way better than I thought it was going to be. I got to admit that. Thank you. All righty, all And Brenda Herrera says I'm good. I'm just about to do my best mess around impression and take a nap. Hey, brother, you gotta do what you gotta do to stay up. So that's all I gotta say on that one. So. I, I didn't, unfortunately, I did not watch anything on the USFL um, because it's baseball season. Baseball is my main, main sport. But what's intriguing me about the USFL is that first player type, um, the, the camera, the helmet camera, like it gets you that first person view on that. I thought mm -hmm. like I saw a little highlight of that. And I thought that was pretty cool on that one. And also, if anyone's interested, there's another game tonight at 4 p.m., Pacific time. It's the Tampa Bay Bandits and the Pittsburgh Maulers. And Gordon was saying Michigan as the Michigan Panthers, but they played, I believe, I believe they played the evening game and they lost 17 to 12 on that one. But anyways, football is back. And I think the NFL is a copycat league. Do you think they're going to start taking all this from like the, like the first the helmet cam, like some of the rules from the USFL, like they did the XFL? Well, you know, they already did that um, the, with the XFL the first time, like you mentioned. They already did that with the, um, um, what do they call it, the Sky Cam? 
the one that goes down the middle of the field. Mm -hmm. They already took that from the XFL. And so do I think they will? Sure. But I think if the USFL is smart, that they would um, get some kind of financial compensation for that. Now, the NFL took it because the XFL folded. Yeah. And then once the XFL folded, they could take it from them. So the, if the USFL doesn't fold and say they go into their second season next year um, after doing well this year, then they would have the rights to that camera. They would have to, uh, the NFL would have to buy it. So it might be a good financial uh, situation for the USFL. Yeah, I have to agree with that one, but I disagree with, um, with the NFL because you know what they cannot they, they have all this money and all these people who do all this technological things and they cannot come up with that that's what bugs me with the NFL they cannot come up with any of that and I hope the NFL doesn't steal it that's where I'm on that one and we got Brenda Harris saying Sarge what do you think what what about the same Seattle Mariners fans dress up as the 1995 team you know what we'll get into that a little bit later or well, let's just go into the mlb right now so we spent about a week and a half about two weeks with the mlb starting um it was nice to have baseball back D didn't you think jay mac um I, I do i do think it's back it's my favorite sport we've talked about this uh we've talked about this before uh it's a game of imperfection that's one of my favorite sport it's it's got a lot of uh, unwritten rules that you have to follow um, but I'll say this, it's also been tough to watch because mm -hmm. teams are up and down right now. Um, there's four teams. I know it's the, the Braves and the Dodgers, and I forget what the other two teams are, the American League teams. I want to say it's the Astros and um, and the, uh, um, the White Sox that have 14 games in 14 days. So they don't have a day off for two weeks. So with that, that creates a lot of problems as far as, uh, four, you know, usually you play four or five games and get a day off so that you can play all of your, your normal starters and then they get a day off. Well, with 14 games in 14 days, you have to put in guys that wouldn't normally play this early in the season because you got to give your regular guys a day off. So you're going to get a few games where you're not going to play as good. And so I think we've seen some teams, um, you know, right around 500 or, or maybe – playing better or worse than we thought they were going to in those first 14 games, but it's tough. It's tough, but it's been a good season so far. I, I've, I've liked it so far. Yeah. Well, so you bring, bring that, uh, that, that up. And we had uh, Clayton Kershaw. He was perfect through seven innings. He was like uh, 85 pitches or somewhere around there. Then Dave Roberts told him that he's going to pull him. And I guess there was a communication between Dave Roberts and Kershaw at the beginning of the game saying that there's a pitch count between 80 to 85 um, pitches and he's going to get taken out. But you're on a monumental historic pitching right there. And you pull some, you, you pull a guy out, out of, I don't know, like who's having like a great performance. What is your take on that? Well, here's my take on that. I, I heard this uh, somewhere from one of the baseball guys talking about it. There's been 220,000 Major League Baseball games in history. Um, if he's throwing a no-hitter, you know, there's been there's there's been hundreds of no-hitters thrown, and Kershaw's already thrown one himself. So, yeah, you could probably pull him. But perfect games, there's been 21. 21 out of 220,000 perfect games in history. You have to let him try. I, I'm not for pulling him. You, you go out there and tell him, hey, you give up a hit, 
you give up a base runner, we're going to pull you because it's no longer a perfect game. And I totally would have been okay with that. But uh, pulling him in a perfect game and not giving him the chance to keep going, I think that that was not the right, right decision. Yeah, and Kershaw kind of said that he agreed with uh, Roberts on that one. But the thing problem I have, there's, looking at his body language, he, he seemed like he was bummed that he couldn't uh, continue to go at it. If it was me, I mean, I'd say go do it because if you're saying it's best for the team, like keep on pitching. Keep that like ballpen, like don't use that ballpen. Uh, use it for when you actually need it. So I disagree with the decision polling Clayton Kershaw on that one. And I think we're unfortunately in the sad era of baseball where we're not going to see many of these uh, perfect games that are happening. Um, are you, are you, are you thinking about the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately we are. We're, we're at the same. Um, I looked up some, um, some historical stuff, you know, and, uh, you have guys that threw 200 pitches in a game and then started three days later on three days rest. Um, it, it's unfortunate that we're at the analytic time and, and we're at this time where they're pulling guys after 80 pitches. Um, it's just unfortunate, really. It, yeah, it definitely is. And we have Brenda Herrera uh, chiming in on here. And like, if I'm a pitcher, the coach tried to pull, pull me, we're going to, we're going to go going to fight. I mean, like I would, plead my case and I'll stay on the mound. Uh, I don't care if I get fined. I'm kind of with Brenda Herrera on that one. And also Gordon, he brings up an interesting point from a guy in Japan. He's been throwing, like had 17 perfect innings and got pulled in a one to nothing loss. I mean, that's pretty uh, phenomenal, um, especially no matter what league you're in and so forth, even the Japanese leagues. I thought that was pretty cool. What, have, you, have you seen anything or read anything about that, J-Mac? I, I saw about it. They, they put a graphic up about it in the game I was watching yesterday. Um, so 17 perfect innings, that's hard to do. Um, so hats off to him. Uh, that's an accomplishment that will probably never be beaten, that's for sure. That is true. That is true. And uh, with, with that being said, we're going to take a quick break um, about our um, – just a, like a second – 10 second um break really quick um me we got to pay those bills right j mac yes sir all right we'll be right back suzanne's paparazzi jewelry 24 7 shopping available 160920 is the code show her some love like she showed us all right so uh, make sure you buy that jewelry. I hear they make pretty good um, stuff over there. So speaking of staying on this. Oh, if you could, I'm sorry. If you could real quick, Sarge, you want to bring up the book, uh, the book that we're, we're, we're promoting on the network? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you want, why why bringing it up? Uh, do you want to um, talk about it? Yeah. All right. So I believe it's up to number 11 on Amazon bestsellers list. It's uh, Bodine Sanders, who's great friend of the network he's part of the network here he's on the bone joe show on wednesdays uh, and he gives us some insight again so here it is it's race against against race it says his personal journey of diversity and inclusion through sports um it's endorsed by the big east conference again you find it on amazon um it's a great book Dave. it really gives you insight into you think that you know this this inclusion stuff that's going on and the diversity stuff and really you start reading this book and you have no idea some of the things that are going on so um 
both go out there and get it. And uh, hats off to Bodine um, on, on a great book. And so watch him uh, Wednesday uh, on the Bowen Show show. All right. And also, if you look back, uh, Martin Luther King Day had a great interview with uh, Bodine Sanders with that as well. So um, that is awesome with their um, continuing on the MLB. Um, your team is the Atlanta Braves. Is that correct? Yes, sir. All right. Can you give me some insight of this season so far? Because Acuna is in the Triple H rehabbing right now. So give me your it outlook. Tomorrow. Oh, OK. It starts tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I. I'm actually excited for the season. I think that we're doing well. People, people will say we're five and six. You're a game under five hundred, and I understand what you're saying. But we also have had um, three young starters this year, um, because also one of our best pitchers, Mike Soroka, won't be back until June. So you you don't have one of your guys back till June. We have the best bullpen in baseball. I don't care what anyone says. Um, most teams. You want to get the starter out of the game and get into the bullpen. I think it's reversed in Atlanta. You want the starter to go as long as you can. You don't want to get into that bullpen because um, our bullpen's going to shut you down. Um, and you look at our lineup. I mean, our lineup is murderer's row. Uh, for me, we got a great lineup. But, again, we've had a few games where you had to give a guy a day off. So you're playing some guys that wouldn't normally play and uh, losing some games there. But that's okay. It's early in the season. And – we won the World Series last year. We didn't even get to 500 until August last year. Okay. And this year, twice already, we've ever been over 500 or at 500 twice in the first week and a half of the season. So, and then Acuna uh, is on schedule to be back in May. Think about the what that'll pump the team up. Um, and you got you got Albies who's already got four homers. You have uh, Ozuna who's already got four homers. So, led by the great Will Smith, you know. <laughs> Don't get slapped. <laughs> Will Smith, did, he, he is one of the reasons we won the World Series, and I won't take that away from him. He had a great playoff run last year. My only problem with Will Smith is he always has to make it close. Like He's either got to walk a couple guys, get off a couple hits, make it uh, anxiety time. Uh, so that's all That's all I would, that's all I would say about Will Smith. But, uh, you know, you got Magic, and you got we got Spencer Strider this year. This kid, it's his rookie year. He's throwing 100. I mean, he's coming out of the bullpen throwing darts. Yesterday, um, he threw three and a third innings out of the bullpen. Um, 60 pitches, didn't give up a hit. I think he walked one guy, struck out like four or five. Um, so the bullpen's going to be great. I have a great outlook for the season. I think we're going to be in the playoffs again and making that run. Uh, and Matt Olson, everyone was worried about losing Freddie Freeman, and Matt Olson's out to uh, – I, he's he's batting like 470 for the season already. Um, so he definitely uh, filled in Freddie Freeman's role with, with no problems. I would have to agree with that with Matt, Matt Olson, um, even though that Freddie Freeman got sold. He sold his soul to the devil. That's how I see it, um, to the Dodgers. But Matt Olson, he was a Georgia kid, Atlanta kid, grew up there. So it was like a homecoming for him. So I, I thought that was cool to watch or knowing that was going to happen. But I was actually watching the game yesterday between the um, San Diego Padres and something uh, stat brought up about Swanson. Oh, that's not get started on Swanson. Back in 1913, I think he was like 
what one out of ten players to strike out in the first ten games in every single game or something like that. Am I am I correct on that one? He is the first. He is the first player. Okay. He's the first player since 1913 to strike out in the team's first ten games in three consecutive seasons. <laughs> That's it's almost like Chris Davis when he was with the Orioles type type scenario going on right there. Yeah. Um, I believe is I believe he has 35 at bats this year. He struck out 16 times, um, something like that. Okay. All right. So. So. Do, do you think the Braves can actually win the East this year? Because New York is they're they're going off this already. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about. The Mets. They do this every end games above 500. They had a, a I want to say, yeah, eight or nine games in August and September roll around, and the Mets don't hold it up. I do think we can win the East. Uh, um, all righty um i think that we'll make that run and again acuna coming back think about what that's going to add to our lineup yeah um, yeah that, that would actually strengthen yeah. the lineup pretty well so on that one acuna coming back is going to add a lot to that yep yeah, so um i'm going to get on the manners a little bit um brendan herrera he is a great twins fan um he has an update on the twins they're starting off right uh, if I can bring it up, um, I can't bring it up for some apparent reason. So I'm having a little bit of technical difficulties on my side. He's saying that um, they are starting off right where they left off last last season and last. Um, but you can't say that when they played against the Mariners because I believe they killed the Mariners during that during that um, that series right there. But with the Mariners, I predict that they're actually going to be in the playoffs since 2002. And one, which I think is going to happen because they have a great core going on. They have a rookie named Julio Rodriguez, who is a speedster, but he just need to get his back going. But Jesse Wickner and um, Suarez, all from Cincinnati, has bolstered the lineup and offensive. I wasn't too worried about the um, pitching whatsoever um, this year. But you know what? There, I think that the Mariners are actually going to make the playoffs this year. And one team that surprised me so far at the beginning of the season is the Colorado Rockies. They're they're almost like tied for first in the NL West. Um, I know it is beginning of the season, but for me as a baseball fan, I take that as a huge win, even coming from a Mariners fan. Um, do you have anything about that, about the Rockies starting off the right foot? Um, they're contending right now. We know it's like two weeks in the season. What's your thoughts? Well, I think that the Rockies have started off good. They've played a lot on the road. Um, they don't play good in Coors Field because it's a it's a hitter's paradise there. Um, so we'll see how well they play at home. I think if they can be close to 500 at home, they'll do okay this season. But uh, it'll depend on how the pitching holds up in Coors Field. All righty. Um, and we got a couple of playoffs going on in the sports world. Um so far, we got the NHL that's going on. Uh, I know before the show, you want to talk about a little bit about the a NHL. Um, who do you think is going to go to the Stanley, Stanley Cup and win it? 
Well, I will never count out. <clears throat> I can't. I can't ever count out. You know, you got your your Boston's and your your Pittsburghs. Those teams are always in. They're always down to, to play good. I never count out Tampa Bay, but I actually have a dark horse this year, and, and Calgary has played really well. Um, so I can actually see Calgary making a run, which would be the first time for them in a very long time. But I have Calgary. I have Calgary as one of my one of my finals, uh, Stanley Cup final teams. Um, I got <clears throat> Calgary against the Tampa Bay Lightning. So. Okay. I, I'm i going to go with the Avalanche. I mean, they, they've just been killing it. I think they're going to get the monkey off their back again and become Stanley Cup champions again. Because, my, you know, my Kraken, they're not going to be cracking the playoffs anytime soon, even though they're a franchise expansion this year. But but the good news with the Kraken, though, Marshawn Lynch is an investor for them. So it, expect a lot of Skittles coming from them. What do you think? Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah so also um coming in closing on their season and the postseason as well is the nba um i don't watch a lot of nba and i say this on my show and i don't cover it very often because i don't like the era that we're in i just don't i don't understand it i don't take it um have you been watching any of the playoffs or the play-in games and so forth i watched the spurs play-in game because that's my team um but I haven't really watched anything since then. I mean, you know, I keep up on the scores and, and what the finals are. Um, I think we are in a different era. But I'd like to see the Suns actually do something this year. It's been a long time for them. Um, and so I, 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 I'd pull for the Suns in the playoffs this year. All righty. Um, I, I follow the Timberwolves when I do follow basketball, and they're actually in the playoffs. I don't know how in the world that happened because um, they're usually a joke in the NBA league. But the Grizzlies, I'm surprised how well they are doing with um, the Memphis Grizzlies with their – I kind of hope to see they they win and and so forth. But the Suns are playing against the Pelicans, and I think that should be an easy, breezy game or series for the Suns on that one. Um, and, and that's my take on the NBA. J-Mac, do you have anything else that's going on? Uh, well, a couple of uh, congratulate things. Um, congratulations to uh, a couple of, of women's sports. Um, uh, you know, they, they there's been some great things out there. There's the soft, softballs going on. Uh, the spring softball started for um, the Oregon Ducks are ranked in the top five uh, for softball this year, uh, women's college softball. So congrats on that. Hopefully it's off to a great year for them. Um, WNBA is going to uh, is going to they, they have their draft, um, and uh, hopefully that that those draft picks will work out for all of them. Uh, but you know what the sad thing is in the NBA is that they said um, Stephen Curry per game makes more than the top three players in the WNBA per season. So uh, that's crazy. That for that's crazy. And those ladies can dunk. Those ladies can dunk, and Curry can't. Um, speaking of women's sports, I know Costa Coast is having something huge that is going to happen. I believe this Saturday it is the Women's um, Football yes. Alliance or Association, um, and you're and we're covering the U 
or the Oregon uh, Cougars. Uh, can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, so the Oregon Cougars are an expansion team. Um, I wasn't sure that when, when I when I went there, but they are. So it's their first year in the, the Women's Alliance, uh, Football Alliance. Um, they will be opening up this week um, in here uh, in Eugene Crow High School is where they are. Six o'clock on Saturday. Uh, they dropped their opener. They weren't at home. They were on the road. They played in Salem against a team that's been in the league for years. Uh, they played really well. Uh, they ended up losing in the end 13-7. to So they held a, one of the top teams in the league to 13 points, um, got a touchdown right at the end of the game. 13 to 7, they dropped that one. So they started 0 and 1, a little, a little heartbreaking. But um, it's, we'll, we'll see what remains to be seen this week. Um, they have some, some up and coming games that are going to be good. But this week uh, they go against Portland at home. Um, so we'll see how well that goes. Portland's a team that's been in for even longer than Salem, so they're one of the top teams in the league. We'll see how well. But again, they only dropped 13 to 7, uh, and so we'll look, uh, look to bounce back. All righty. Well, J-Mac, thank you for coming to the Sports Compound. You heard it right here. The women, the It's the WFA, the Women's Football Alliance. Um, check it out on Saturday. I, I believe it's going to be about 6 p.m. That's, that's going to be streaming on the Coast to Coast Network. And you can catch some commentary that is happening during that time as well um, with some of our analysts here on the network and so forth. And check out the Red Tape Files is later on today. And J-Mac, what's going on with the four bros tonight? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna probably have a little therapy, talk some sports, uh, see what else is going on. Might throw a game in this time. We haven't played a game in a while, so we'll do a trivia game and, and rapid fire. Rapid fire has been been a couple of episodes now without that, so we'll throw that back in and uh, watch that tonight. We'll be on at 10 p.m. East uh, uh, Pacific time, so 1 a.m. Eastern. All right, you heard it right there from J Mac. Catch the four bros if you need some therapy guys check it out you guys will love it and there's nothing else going on in the compound so for jmac i'm the sarge thank you for joining us sarge out